Are you ready to become a VIP? Do you have a cell phone that you can text on? Then consider this an exclusive invitation. As a VIP, you will receive special secret offers via text. These items are usually free and they are always must-have craft supplies from beloved brands. Send us a text and become a VIP at scrapbook.com. Welcome to the Life Handmade Podcast with Scrapbook.com. This is the show for paper crafters, and I'm your host, Stephanie Foster. We hope you all are having a wonderful time celebrating this holiday season with your loved ones, and we thought it would be fun on this special episode for some of our own colleagues here at Scrapbook.com to share one of their favorite handmade holiday traditions with you. So grab your mug of hot cocoa, cuddle up by the fire, and enjoy listening in to how some of our team members celebrate the season. Hi, my name is Tori, and I work at scrapbook.com in fulfillment. And my favorite holiday tradition is paper crafting, all kinds of paper crafting. I like making cards, greeting cards, gift tags, um, ATCs, and journaling tags as well. And it's my favorite thing to do because for several reasons. One, I get to practice all kinds of techniques using Tim Holtz uh, ideas like the embossing folders, inks, the distress inks, the stamps, all that fun stuff. I can really make the tags personalized and custom. The greeting cards are always so fun. Uh, And then I like to stamp and then color them in with my alcohol inks as well. Um, Can totally make those so custom, which is really fun. And it's a really fun way to you know, you can match your wrapping paper, you can make it super custom with, if you're giving someone a gaming console, you can create a remote control with it to make it, you know, give them a hint of what's inside the gift. If you're giving makeup, you can make a little lipstick tag. You can do all kinds of fun stuff and make it really personal. I love embossing. So any kind of embossing, whether it's folders or embossing ink and powder, Uh, That makes it really nice, too. It gives it a nice finish. It's really fun to see people's reactions when they receive their customized cards and their custom gift tags on their presents. Um, I also belong to a couple of crafting groups, and we do exchanges on ATCs or greeting cards or journaling circles. And we each have our own style. So there may be like 10 to 15 of us. And we'll create 10 to 15 of the same item. And then we mail them to one person. They collect them all and then redistribute. So you're getting one of your own back and then 9 to 14 different items to use. So it makes it even more fun because then you're using each other's products and you get to see different people's styles, which helps inspire you to create other things for yourself. Or maybe there's embossing folders you haven't seen before or there's techniques you've never seen before, you know, things to do with different stamps and ink techniques and that's always fun as well. So it's really a great way to use up your products and use up your stash. And it's fast because they're small. So it's not the same as a traditional 12 by 12 scrapbooking page where you're trying to fill a page, you know, they're small, so you can go really, really quickly. And it's really fun with like a Cricut machine or any kind of Sizzix die cutting. You know, there's great die cuts for tags as well. So those are always really helpful. Uh, But it's, yeah, it's just a really great tradition. And it's a fun way to get some crafting done, especially if you don't have a lot of time because it is small enough and it's compact enough concept to, you can whip out several in a small amount of time and still make them customized. They don't have to be exactly the same. Or if you want to make 20 that are exactly the same, that's just as easy as well. 
All right. Hi, my name is Seth. I work in fulfillment here at scrapbook.com. And my favorite holiday tradition is making tea rings with my mom. It's a, it's a tradition that started with my grandma, actually. She used to make tea rings with my mom and all her siblings. And my mom just really loved going out and delivering these tea rings to people. And so it's a tradition that she decided to continue with, with us kids. And so, I mean, her and some of her siblings do it. It's, it's just a really good time for all of us. And I personally remember growing up being super excited in the month of December because we'd always get to eat some of the tea rings, the ones that we didn't deliver. And it was just, it was a yummy tradition and one that also helped me feel good because we were able to serve other people. And growing up, I mean, I didn't help much in the process of making the tea rings because it's a little bit complicated. If you've ever made cinnamon rolls, it's very similar to that. So you have to make a dough, roll it out, put on like butter and a brown sugar type of filling, roll that all up and then bake it. So a little bit complicated, not super kid friendly, but I enjoyed watching my mom while she'd do it. And it was really cool because my mom likes baking with music and she bases her music based on what she's baking. So all through December, we'd be listening to Christmas music as she made these tea rings. And then as I got older, I was able to, to help a little bit more. She would have me help with certain parts of the tea rings. And then it's gotten to the point where us kids all know how to make the tea rings. So for the month of December, there's a lot of times my mom is too busy to make the tea rings. So we'll step in and we'll make the tea rings. And I don't think they ever turn out as beautiful as my mom's, but they still taste good. So that's something that I've grown up doing. And it's been a great family, family tradition. Um, I think all my siblings have enjoyed it just as much as I have. And it's something that I think really helps me get into the holiday spirit. I don't feel like it's Christmas time unless I'm making tea rings or someone in my family is making tea rings. And the making tea rings has been a great bonding experience. It's a great time to, to spend time with my family, especially with my mom, and to be able to talk about the holidays, about the friends that we know that we're going to go deliver these tea rings to. But I think my favorite part of the of this tradition is the actual delivering of the tea rings. Um, we usually have a big long list that we start with in the beginning of December and there's a lot of people on the list. And so my mom is making tea rings several times a week for pretty much the entire month of December. And after she makes them and gets them all ready, then we wrap them all up all pretty. And we, we all hopped in the car as a family and we'd drive around and we'd find people on the list and we'd go deliver these tea rings to them. And I think that really helped me understand a little bit better the importance of giving in the holidays because it was something that we did, you know, before Christmas morning that that was additional to this, the traditional giving of gifts. And so it helped me understand the need to serve others. And it really, everyone that we deliver the tea rings to loves them. And so it's always a great, it's really a, a great emotion to be able to go give them to them and see them all happy to be able to receive this. And then I guess basically to, to wrap up this tradition, on Christmas morning, our family eats tea rings for breakfast. Hi, I'm Alejandra. Uh, I work here in the warehouse at scrapbook.com in the fulfillment department. I've been here for about two years. Um, it's a fun time. I really enjoy working here. I would like to share my holiday tradition. So in my house, we like to make 
tamales. Okay, so every year around like fall and Christmas time, it honestly just really depends on when my mom wants to start it or if we like bugger enough to make tamales and stuff. I'm sure everybody knows in like the southwest side of America what tamales are. Um, it's kind of like a little present, but you get to eat it. You unwrap it every Christmas um, or just around that time. But pretty much everybody comes over to my mom's house. We get everyone together to like an assembly line kind of process. So where you start, there's this big bowl of like corn husks. You can either use corn husks or like, I don't know, some people use like palm leaves. Honestly, just wherever you originate from, it just depends on like the culture. But we use dried corn husks. So from the corn husks, you start it, you grab the next bowl, and that is the masa. So the masa is typically kind of like a cornmeal substance. It's not really cornmeal um, just because of the way that it's made, but it's like a mineralized kind of cornmeal. That's the best way to kind of describe it. Um, it's just the process that it's made that gives it like a typical flavor that you're expecting from the masa. So after that, there's the big bowl of like what you fill it with. It can either be chicken pork, beef. Honestly, we make corn and cheese ones or even just like cheese. It really just depends on what you like. Um, every family's different. So you can get like a variety of different kinds of tamales and stuff. But the big hits in my house are typically like the chicken and like green salsa kind of ones or the pork and like the red chili kind of ones. Those are the big hits. Those are the ones that people always ask my mom for. Um, but it's super fun. We get the family together. The kids are like running around. Um, typically, we don't let them make any. But when we do, it's like super cute. They're like super tiny tamales. But it's really fun. I just love spending time with my family around Christmas time, just getting together and like doing something that's like so like from our culture. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just something that I've always been enjoying um, around Christmas time. And it's just fun to do. Hi, my name is Chris Perino Chavez. I work in the receiving department here at scrapbook.com. And one of my favorite holiday traditions is baking cookies. And it's just not baking cookies. It's baking cookies with my family. And every year we make this traditional Christmas tree and Christmas wreaths out of a hand-pressed cookie presser. And it's over 40 years old, but we only use the wreath and the tree little plates. All the other plates stay in the box and have never been used. And then my, when my kids get together, we go ahead and we make the green Christmas trees and my son mixes that dough. My daughter does the wreath, which is the red dough. And then they each take a turn pressing out their cookies and we have to make a double batch because then they expect to take some home. And we also put uh, candy sprinkles on them. And sometimes there's more sprinkles all over the kitchen than there is on the cookies, but that's okay because that's our holiday traditional kitchen mess that we make. Um, and then there's another uh, tradition that I do that is just my tradition for my neighbors. And I bake two Italian traditional cookies that I had learned um, how to make those from my mom. One is a rosette, which is a crispy cookie with a iron, hot iron in a batter that you fry in hot grease and you put powdered sugar on. And the other one is called a pizzelle. And that's more like a pancake batter that goes in a waffle maker. And then you put powdered sugar on that. And those are the cookies that I share with my neighbors every year. So I have my kids kind of expecting one kind of a cookie. And then it seems like I have my neighbors expecting the Italian traditional cookies. I enjoy making them. Um, they're made with love. 
and it's very relaxing. And it's kind of like my me kitchen time, making my love cookies for my neighbors and my family. My name is Alexis and I work at scrapbook.com in fulfillment. My favorite Christmas tradition is spending the day with my grandma. When I grew up in Wisconsin, I every year she would invite us over to make Christmas cookies and decorate the tree and do all these fun Christmas things. And she would invite uh, my whole family and my cousins over. And the first thing we would do is bake the cookies and set them in the oven. So while they're baking, we go outside and we get to play in the snow, make snowmen, uh, snow angels, everything and anything. Then we would come inside and they're all cooled off. We would frost them, sprinkle them. And every year we would have different themes and we'd have a competition who would win. I would win personally, but um, we would do that. And then afterwards, we decorate the Christmas tree and we set up the ornaments. Then to end the day, we would watch a really scary movie, but it would only be scary for my grandma because it was grandma got run over by a reindeer. And that would be the day with grandma and cousins. Hi, my name is Kai Burnett and I work here at scrapbook.com in fulfillment. And one of my very favorite holiday traditions is every year, me and my family, we make our own stockings. So what we do is at the beginning of the week as Christmas is coming up, me and my mom will go to the store and we'll just get the craft supplies that we need, such as buttons and glue and pom-poms and ribbons, just kind of fun things to help decorate a stocking and whatever we'll need. And then we don't typically decorate our stockings until the day of Christmas Eve. So then Christmas Eve will come. And this is kind of like the main event that we do as a family. And so once it gets more in the evening, we've had dinner, we'll get all in our pajamas that we got for Christmas. And we will just kind of lay everything out. We'll put everything in like, we'll organize everything to make it all ready for the stockings. And even beforehand, we make hot chocolate and cookies. So that way we can enjoy it while we're making these stockings. And so once the time comes and it's time for us to start making our stockings, what we do is we're each given a plain stocking. It's pretty much just any color. It's either white or red or green, just kind of whatever we chose that year. But it's just super plain, nothing exciting about it. And what we do is we just grab the different supplies and customize it to however we want. So there'll be glitter glue and we can make designs with that or write our name on it or like put our initials on it with the glitter glue or the um, the markers. And we also have like buttons that we can like add on there for texture or we can even sometimes like when I was little, I'd make pictures out of the buttons. And so it's super fun. And now that I've even gotten older, like we've done this forever, but now that we're older, we kind of like to compete with each other and it makes it fun. We like to see who will make the coolest one or who will make the prettiest one. And so it's something that really brings us together and it's super fun. We've done it for as long as I can remember the past couple of years and we keep every single one that we do. So over the past couple of years, we have so many that all of us have done and each of them have our names on them because we customize them for ourselves. And it's just so fun to look back at all of them and see just how creative we got with them. And it's just something fun that our family does. And it really brings us together. And I really look forward to it every year. Uh, my name is Marnita and I work uh, in fulfillment at scrapbook.com. 
And one of my favorite things to do every year for Christmas is to make my family and friends uh, handmade cards. And I send them in the mail. I try to make them flat enough to send in the mail. Um, so I use dyes and inks, uh, stamping, uh, different kinds of paper, different colors of paper, different prints. And I try to come up with a, an idea by using YouTube. I use scrapbook.com gallery, which has a lot of Christmas card ideas on there. Lots of great holiday types of cards that they make. And it kind of gives me an inspiration to change it up a little bit each year. I like to use uh, embossing folders, embossing powders. The embossing powders I don't have a lot of, but I look at what I have in ink and I have clear embossing powder, which I can use on top of the ink and that'll get the color of um, that I want for that particular stamp or whatever I'm using if I don't have the right color of embossing powder. I also change up the, I use like 12 different kinds of paper, colors of paper, prints of paper, and I try to make the card that I think the family would like. If they like candy canes, I'll try to put candy canes. If they like, have, if they have kids, I try to make it look more youthful and not as sophisticated. If they're older, I try to make it look more old time style Christmas card. Try to make it the way I think the family or the person would like to receive it. And I also get handmade cards, which I love to get handmade cards. Um, my husband's grandmother inspired me to keep doing this because the first one I ever made uh, that I gave to her, she saved it for years and years, and I ha now have that card. And so that's going to go in a scrapbook one day <laughs> because I really think that it's special. She loved it so much, and it was her very favorite one she ever got. So I saved it, and it inspires me every year to make more cards and hope that everybody gets a nice card that they like in the mail. It's just a fun hobby to have and it's a fun tradition to even get my kids involved when I need some help and speed up the process <laughs> of getting them finished for the year. So yeah, if I can start early enough, they don't have to help. If I can't start early enough, I do and get them in their coloring or whatever I need them to do, gluing. So that's a big help when they help me out and I'm running late. But uh, every year I like to get out my stuff and see what I have. And if I need something new, hopefully I don't need something new. I like to use what I have and that makes it even more special. I can use papers from way back and that makes them older, maybe old, more old fashioned. And so I really enjoy this hobby and I really make it like to make it into a tradition of doing it every year, which has been about 20 years. Hello everyone, my name is Mackenzie um, and I work here at scrapbook.com. I'm in the fulfillment back in the warehouse. Um, there's a couple different family traditions actually that we've done throughout the years in my family. Um, my, the first one, the one that we've held on to the longest is actually family pajamas. And my mom would make these. So it was a lot of fun as a little kid going into like the little room that she would be sewing them in and having to have our eyes closed because we couldn't look because we couldn't see what they would look like for Christmas Eve because that's when we would open them. And so she would measure us trying to get the right dimensions. 
um, so that way she could uh, be able to make sure that they fit us. There was one year they were a little bit off, but that's okay. Um, they, that was my favorite year, actually, because they were a little bit too big. <laughs> so they were the most comfortable. Um, the, another tradition that we would end up doing a lot is making homemade bread. My mom is a very uh, home-centered person, and so she would make a, she makes bread all the time. Um, and so on Christmas, around Christmas time, she would make it bread for all of the, our friends in our neighborhood and in our, in our area. Um, and there was this one particular year, um, she had me be the delivery girl. And it was really funny because I hadn't gotten my driver's license yet. So I was biking around in the neighborhood with like four loaves of bread, like hanging off my bike handles, just trying to get around to everyone. Um, and make, get it to all the right places. And it was just a lot of fun because I'd have to make multiple trips because she was just baking all day and like the whole weekend. So it was a lot of fun. Um, and then another tradition that we really like to do is um, that this is something that I did actually is that I would make pillowcases for my siblings. Um, we all have very different personalities. Um, and so I try to pick pillowcases according to the personalities. I have a little brother who is way into lizards and reptiles. And so I made him a reptile case one year. I have another little brother who's way into sports. And so I made him like a sports related pillowcase. My sister was into music. So hers was music related. Um, and just so on and so forth. And it was always a lot of fun to see them like enjoy that. And they use them for years. Um, so it was always really cool to see just how, um, just how much they loved the little simple gifts. And those are always the most memorable, in my opinion, as well. People will always remember how you make them feel. Um, they won't always remember what you say to them. Hi, my name's Jen, and I'm the warehouse manager at scrapbook.com. One of my favorite traditions during the holidays is what we refer to as Granana Jamma. Now, my husband is Gramps. My name's Nana. Together, the GRA and the NANA make Granana, and it's Granana Jamma Night. We do that with our grandchildren. When our children started having their own kids, we decided, you know what? We want to start a tradi tradition with our grandchildren. We made the age requirement four because we knew that was about what we were going to be able to handle. The last four years, uh, we've added several more to our little group. Very, very excited about this year. We're adding three, so we'll have a total of seven together with us this year. How it all starts is this month, we've been getting information to them about what are we going to do? Are we going to do gingerbread houses? Are we going to do uh, cookies? Are we going to make homemade candy? And so all of the grandchildren get to make their decision what they're going to do what we want to do. So once that's all decided, and we'll know just after Thanksgiving, we will send out a little invitation to Granana Jamma. What we'll be doing is we'll be picking them up. We're doing this two days before Christmas Eve this year. And we will pick them up in what they refer to as the sleigh, and it's just our excursion. But the children, the grandchildren call it their sleigh. And th what they want to do is this year, we're talking about doing, can we do two things? Can we do cookies and can we make candies? So we're going to be doing caramel dip pretzels this year. Very, very excited. So we'll be picking them up. We take them back to our house and in the home, we have everything set up for them. They have presents that they'll unwrap, which have their pajamas and have their slippers. And then that begins the evening of fun. We start cooking, we turn on the Christmas music, and one of the favorite things for all of them is to grab a spatula or a wooden spoon and start singing with it as it's their microphone. So we do have a lot of fun with them. 
Um, after all of the festivities of the cooking and the kitchen's cleaned up, we pop popcorn, head on into the family room and snuggle up with our favorite blankets and our favorite pillows and watch The Grinch. That's been the longstanding movie that we, and I'm thinking that it's going to happen again this year. And then when it's all done, we usually fall asleep. It's usually Nana and Gramps asleep first on the couch until the little ones decide to wake us up. But it's something that we look forward to every year. Love the laughter, love the smells. We have so much fun together and are looking forward to it this year. We hope you enjoyed listening in today as we shared some of our favorite holiday traditions. And if you need some ideas on how to document this season and how you're celebrating, be sure and listen to our podcast from a few weeks ago that was all about documenting your December traditions. We would love for you to share your crafty holiday traditions by tagging us at scrapbook.com and using the hashtag scrapbook.com_holiday. From scrapbook.com to you, we hope you have a happy holiday and a wonderful new year. If you would like to know more about the topics mentioned in this episode, please visit our show notes at scrapbook.com slash podcast. You can also shop scrapbook.com where you can find over 40,000 unique items and it's the number one online store for paper crafters. When you shop at scrapbook.com, you'll enjoy award-winning customer service, great prices, a huge selection of products, and super fast shipping. You'll also benefit from nearly 200,000 real product reviews from crafters like you. Be sure to subscribe to the Life Handmade podcast in your favorite app and enjoy our other episodes. And please consider leaving a review for the podcast as it will help other crafters like you to find it. And we may read yours next. Today, we have a review from GolferGuy78 that says, Love it. There aren't near enough wonderful podcasts for those of us who love handmade. With this, scrapbook.com gives us one more way to spark our creativity and gain inspiration through a like-minded community. Thank you, scrapbook.com. And thank you to GolferGuy78 for that great review. We hope you have a wonderful holiday season and enjoy making meaningful memories and handmade creations. Happiness is life handmade.